Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are looking at the episode where Jesus heals a man who had a speech limitation and was deaf. This story can be found in the book of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 29 through 31, and also in Mark, chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. We'll be reading from the book of Mark, chapter 7, beginning in verse 31. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephata, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. In this story, we have another miracle of Jesus, but this one's interesting because he's now healing with a new method. Um, mm-hmm. He's putting his fingers um, in their ears and um, spitting and touching their tongue. And Does he need to do this to heal, or what's going on here? Uh, it is interesting. We may not... Um have a complete answer why Jesus Christ is doing this but this is in line with other miracles one of them will be studied down the road and Jesus Christ touch a blind man's eyes uh, even twice to heal him Mm -hmm. so Jesus Christ is touching those specific organs of the body which uh, will be healed we don't know why but uh, maybe is to identify those organs and the problems, to be sure that this is a miracle that was um, happening with the power from above, Mm -hmm. so people will not be able to spin or to change the story or give it a different meaning. This is, we should cover this earlier maybe, Jesus has come back from Tyre and Sidon, and he's back in the Decapolis region um, where he had done another miracle earlier. Um, And then so... He's around this region now, and he's healing this man. Why does he ask them to be quiet? So the context and the historical timeline of this event might uh, give an answer. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ just finished his Galilean tour by being rejected officially by the Jewish leaders. So he decided to go north, somehow northwest, to uh, the territory of a country that in history we call Phoenicia, Tyre of Sidon. And from there, after uh, healing the daughter of a Canaanite woman, Jesus Christ goes uh, towards east, north of Galilee, and on the east a side of the sea goes down to this territory that is Decapolis. Decapolis is named 
because there are 10 cities, Decapolis, yeah. all of them Roman colonies. So this, are, this is not a Jewish population. Jesus Christ continues to perform miracles outside of the Jewish territory. As we studied in the previous episode, he is trying to establish the foundation for transitioning from focusing on the lost sheep of the house of Israel to the whole world, to embrace the whole mm -hmm. humanity. Uh, all Gentiles are as being worthy to be in the kingdom of God. This is uh, the reason Jesus Christ uh, said, don't tell anyone because he didn't, he was not during a tour of villages and towns. Uh, this is uh, uh, like a retreat, uh, focusing on the training of his disciples. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to continue what he has been uh, doing. It seems like he told them this more than once. Mm -hmm. Because it says the more he told them, the more zealously they, they shared it with others. So it seems like he said, don't, don't tell anyone. And they went out and they... they Maybe whispered to a friend. They, they yeah, said, they hey. did that before. Yeah, and because they created this uh, um, social commotion about Jesus Christ, as they looked at him as the great healer, mm -hmm. and Jesus Christ went to other places to preach the gospel, saying, "Because I was sent by God to preach the gospel." Here is uh, Jesus wants to take their focus from him as a healer to be able to focus on training of his disciples the last year of his ministry mm -hmm. was focused primarily on teaching his disciples yeah and and so what we find out you know they're they're going around and they're sharing this and he keeps telling them not to and the next event and giving away what happens next is there's a large crowd that gathers and jesus is feeding again four thousand people mm -hmm. so um you know, obviously he's not able to spend that time focusing on his disciples when large crowds are coming to him. What does this episode tell us about God? God, as revealed by Jesus Christ in this uh, event, mm -hmm. cannot pass by the destitute, the suffering, uh, the person who is hurt. And uh, maybe... Uh, we should have noticed that from the beginning that this man doesn't come by himself to Jesus Christ. They brought to Jesus a man who was mm -hmm. deaf and had a speech limitation. Um, it is like uh, that uh, paralyzed man who was lowered through the roof by four of his friends and uh, Jesus Christ looked at them, at their faith, and, uh, and healed that man. Here is the same. Uh, in this in this passage, Jesus Christ, as representing the God the Father, honors the faith of those who brought this man to Jesus Christ. Many maybe he was not able to hear the gospel, and Jesus Christ took that into consideration. I see a God who is walking among us, who is designing this. Uh, divine moments mm -hmm. because this is not a co coincidence that jesus christ went through that place everything was designed in heaven and it was revealed to jesus christ through those nights in prayer communication with his father so i see a god who is uh, interested in our problems who is being moved by our experiences by what hurts by 
in this situation, uh, by this spirit who was limiting this man mm-hmm. to experience life, to hear the gospel, to be able to fulfill his purpose for which he was created. You know, when we're on long car trips without kids, um, they're oftentimes talking in the back and we need a break. And so we tell them, we're going to play a quiet game. First person to talk loses. And so they, they be quiet. Uh, it, it's ironic here that Jesus healed this man who was having a speech impediment. He was having issues talking. Um, and this guy goes around talking, talking, talking when Jesus is telling him to be quiet. Jesus could just say, go back to being deaf and, and now fully unable to speak. Um, you know, I, I think if my wife had the power to put muteness on my children sometimes, I, I think she'd use it once in a while. But Jesus doesn't do that here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love to sit down with God up in heaven and talk to him about these stories. Like, wh- how did you deal with that? Is this mm-hmm. sin? Is this written down? Or, or is this, I, I'd love to know more about that. I don't have the answer, but I do see a God that is his love for us is bigger than our actions i was just reading the passage once again it says the more he charged them who is them it's everyone you know the the group that came exactly primarily those people who brought jesus christ the more zealously they proclaimed it yeah so so look at this jesus can use many methods to proclaim the gospel and sometimes he tells us the opposite. Then do it, you know. Do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how is this passage speaking to you today? And what are you going to do about it? So, Josh, I was very surprised to compare this event with a previous miracle, mm-hmm. which happened on the same territory of the Decapolis. Uh, in the previous uh, event, Jesus Christ cast out demons, that legion of demons, which was controlling those um, two demon-possessed people, right? Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ allowed the demons to uh, go into the pigs, and the, uh, the demons threw the pigs into the sea, and you know the rest of the story. Yeah. So it seems that not all the demons in that region went into, into those pigs. Yeah. So there were more than one legion <laughs> uh, in the Decapolis. And these demons are different. If Satan cannot make you his agent, Satan at least will try to limit your experience as a human being and will try to limit uh, fulfilling the purpose of your life. And I see here... Uh, demons specializing in setting limitations for us. And here we have a limitation for our hearing, mm-hmm. um, way of, uh, you know, communication, experiencing life. And the second is speech, a speech limitation or impediment. But there are other spirits specializing in other kinds of limitations. The way you think and we set limits to ourselves the way we stop dreaming and we do not go for the big picture for the big dream in our lives we kind of shrink and 
disgusted, uh, unhappy with life. And God sent his son Jesus Christ to bring us life so we can experience his life abundantly. John chapter 10, verse 10. Mm -hmm. uh, Satan came to limit us from experiencing that abundant life. The purpose of this miracle and other miracles in our lives is to remove those limitations, no matter what they are. What I'm going to do about it, I'm going to pray, Lord, just uh, show me the limitations in my life. Yeah. Some might be imposed by myself. Others I inherited from those who raised me or educated me. But others might be the direct result of spirits dwelling in my life. As I look at the story, I see Jesus taking time. You know, he's in the midst of a crowd and these, these people come to him. And Jesus stops what he's doing and goes aside privately with them and performs this miracle. You know, the God of the universe, the God who created everything, the God who sustains everything, when we think about the size of the universe and the scope of everything out there, how big we are, we're, we're like a micro tiny dot in everything. Yet God is willing to take that time aside, to, to step aside and to hear us and to be with us and to spend time with us. And it just shows how, how much God's love, how deep it is for us. And that's how it's speaking to me today. And I, I think for me, what am I going to do about it? It's the sharing, sharing with other people mm -hmm. that God loves them this much, that God desires them. So, so as these, this group brought this man to Jesus, I need to bring others to Jesus Beautiful. and, and bring them in that presence. Let's pray. Father God, we are thankful that you are a God that can heal our diseases. You're a God who can heal our problem of sin, Father. You're a God that can change us. Amen. And Father, many of us have already known about you. We're developing habits in our lives each and every day to be more like Jesus. But I pray that we will grasp just a little bit of the love that you have for Amen. humanity. And that that love will force us and, and push us into sharing the good news with those around us. Amen. That we will be like this group, taking our friends who need you to places where they can find you. In Jesus' name, amen.